0: This is Gemara Yuma Daf Mem Zayin. As we begin a new parak, the fifth parak of Yuma, the learning of the entire Chabura should be sp- sponsored as a special schos shedach for Yisrael Chaim and Devira. And Miratz Hashem, the entire Chabura's learning should be a tremendous Chos, that he should find this zivug hagoyin with ultimate clarity. Of course, all the Chayim Vega the Veg Chayim and such. Some seem raised the Zayrus, can't do the same to Chayim. You saw the with We begin a new barrack, we're in the middle of the Avaita of the Qayin Gadol on Yom Kippur. We're now getting up to the intricate, the difficult parts of the Avaita as we're going to see today, tomorrow, that which is labeled as the most, or of the most difficult processes, services, items that the Qayin Gadol has to do on Yom Kippur. So let's dive right in, says the Mishnah, HaYi Loi Es HaKaf what happens? They bring him the calf. The calf is a type of spoon, v'es hamachta, and the shovel. What does he do? So he's brought a spoon and a shovel. What does he do right now? Chafan meloi chafnov. He scoops up with a full scoop. He's scooping with his hands. He's scooping the k'tayres with his hands. And what is he doing with the k'tayres? The k'tayres which is sitting in the shovel. le letoich kaf and he pours it into the spoon. Hagadol into this big large. I'm sorry. Very interesting. There's no precise measurement he has to take. If he has big hands, it's a big scoop. If he has small hands, it's a small scoop. And that is the measurement. He takes the shovel with his right hand. And he takes the spoon with his left hand. So we're gonna have many pictures. Bar Hashem. Let's begin, as you see in front of you, the machata. The machata, is he's holding, you see another coin holding a machata filled with kateras, a separate coin, holding the kaf, the spoon. The coin godl goes, he sticks his hands in, he takes a full hand's worth, we're going to see the exact way he takes that soon later today, Mirta Hashem. And he puts it inside the uh, kaf, this uh, spoon-like item. And of course, the measurement is... Now, if you just take careful note at this picture, you'll see in the top right corner, you see there's another guy in there. He's sitting there stirring the blood. That's on the fourth. Ravad ravi, like we learned the other day. He's sitting there stirring the blood of the um, of the par. Also, if you see next to him on the floor, very particularly, you see that there's another shovel with coals. Now, what the Koenigadu is going to do, as you see, he picked up that uh shovel with the coals in his right hand. The left hand, as the kaf, is the spoon with the k'tairis. Obviously, everyone's wondering, that's strange, because the k'tairis should be in the right hand, the more chashev hand. The Gemara will discuss. And with that, he enters into the base this to do that Vida You also see how beautifully they place in this picture the string around his leg, which, of course, was the way they knew if the Koine was successful in the Avaidah. More to come. Says the Gemara, Machata? Tanole. Why did they say that we bring him out? A machta? But we already taught that what? Not less a Machata, v'ala l'reish We already taught that he takes the Machata, the shovel, he goes to Taz Ha'mizbeach, v'chaita And he takes some of those, uh, Coals from there and he comes down. So why does it say they're bringing him a shovel? So we already know the answer based on the pictures, but let's let the Gemara develop itself. Answers the Gemara Hasa machta the and Two different shovels. One shovel which was sitting on the floor. That's the shovel of the coals. He was holding he, they bring him a new empty shovel, which they filled with Ketires. The learned to the price. So you see you like calf con an empty spoon. I, I'm calling it a spoon. It's more like that golden uh, you know, calf akilim from the place they held and a shovel filled with base of course we learned extensively about the base of oftinas the family that made the katas the room was called based in that family that's what they bring out so there's two different shovels we have the shovel on the floor with the coals we have the shovel that they brought out with the And we continue, says the Gemara, about 10 lines down. He scoops and he puts it into the large spoon. I'm sorry, I did it wrong again. He puts it into the spoon. If he has big hands, it's big, small, small. And that is the measurement. says the Gemara, why is there a spoon? What should he do? He should stick his hands in, take the Ketiris, and walk in with the Ketiris in his hands. That's what the Tyrus says. So why is he putting it into a spoon? We'll, we'll, we'll re-explain the Gemara with a picture in the moment. Says It says, Because it's impossible. What's he going to do? It's a physical impossibility. Why? Because how should he, he has to get the coals in. He has to bring the coals into the Kedisha Kedashim. He has to bring the Kedashi Kedashim. If the Kedashi aren't his two full handfuls, where does he get the coals? Hey, Chinavid. Nihil, Vahadir Nihil, he should go in and go back and go back in again. Meaning, go into the Kedashi Kedashim, put down the Kedash, come back, bring the Kedals, the coals. So Vah, Achazamrachmanavalishte, have So, not go in one time. Maybe he should hold the Kedashi in his hands. And what should he do with the machta? He should take the machta and put it in his teeth. Uh hold, uh hold excuse me. Hold the coals in his mouth and take the uh in his hands, which parenthetically we're gonna see he is going to use his mouth. But says the Gemara, Allah, and then he should go in. What's he gonna do when he gets there? Again, what's he gonna do? One more time. He should No, I I I read it wrong. I'm sorry. Two times in one day. Let's go back. Says the Gemara. One more time. In and he shall put the sh- co- the, sh- the coals on top of the ketores. And then he should go in again. So this stage of the Gemara, we're before the mouth, I'm sorry. He's holding the Kittarius in his hands, and we're suggesting maybe take the coals, put it on top of his hands, and I'll be holding the Kittarius and the coals. How he won't burn his hands, we'll figure it out. Walk in, says the Gemara, What's he going to do when he gets to the Kaddish HaKadoshim? He's sitting there with Kittarius and coals. How's he going to get the Kittarius on top of the coals? It's not possible. Says the Gemara, okay, fine. So I'll give you another suggestion. He should take it in his teeth, put the shovel in his teeth. He should take the shovel in his teeth and place it on the ground. And then he'll put the kterus in it. Says the Gemara, That's inappropriate. You're going into God's innermost chambers and you need to start taking the shovel of coals in your mouth. That is inappropriate. You can't do that. Since it's impossible, we do like we find, but then to see him, which Rashi points out the plastic four lines from the white lines on the top says, and that is what they do. So just to point out what the suggestions were over here is basically we're suggesting why in this stage, why did he take the handfuls and put it inside the spoon? Rather, what he should do is, he should take the handfuls and walk in with it straight. And instead of taking the coals in his right hand and the spoon in his left hand, he should hold the coals in his two hands. And then the question is, hold the is in his two hands. And then the question is, what is he going to do with the coals? That is what the Gemara just dealt with. I'm sorry, and actually, over here you see the Gemara says "chayfen that maybe which is, excuse me, that's going to be the next stage of the Gemara. Says the Gemara. You take the machta, the coals in the right hand and the Ketairas in your left hand, which you already pointed out is slightly unique. We would think that the Ketairas, which is of course more chashiv, should go in the right hand, which is the Gemara's Kasha. It's counterintuitive. It's topsy-turvy. It makes no sense. Well, the words literally mean Yitziva is the citizen, the one who lives there. He should be on the ground. The Giura, the strange one, the alien, he should be up in the heavens, the opposite. The one, the citizen, should get the better ranking. Basically, that's the way the Gemara asks, that it's backwards. You should hold the Kitaris in your right hand. Answers, the Gemara, an interesting answer, similar to what we just said, that we're being very practical. Zuma ruba Zuma Atas. This one is more, and this one is less, meaning the coals are heavier. Since the coals are heavier, it goes in his right hand. A similar application, like we keep on seeing. Like Rashi says, since it's heavier it's going to his right hand, because we don't want the King to stress and struggle throughout the difficult avodah. And even if they weigh the same, and even if they weigh the same, like the story of Rabbi Shmuel ben Kimchus, what's the story of Shmuel ben The Gemara is going to explain in a moment. He had tremendous hands, so therefore he had tons of Ketairas, he had a huge spoon, more even than the coals. Says of Gemara, this one is hot, and this one is cold, that line is a bit debatable whether it belongs in the Gemara, but let's leave it for now. Now let's discuss what happened to Ishmael Kimchis, what was so special. Amrulava Ishmael ben Kimchis, he had four cabin full in his two handfuls, and he explained, you know why I have such tremendous hands? Because every woman has Zered, but my mother, her Zered, which we'll see what Zered means in a moment, her Zered goes to the roof, it's through the moon, it was incredible. Incredible says the Gemara. What's he referring to? One is a bar son. He's referring to a type of cereal, a type of oatmeal that his mother used to eat. It's great for a chayla. So his mother treated herself incredibly, and therefore, when she was pregnant with him, she gave birth to this incredible Reishimah ben Kimchis with these huge hands due to the oatmeal that she ate. One pshad, The other is has to do with his father. He had a special potent. Shich Mazera, that what created this Rav Shmuel ben Kipchus with big hands. Rav Avuah, Rav Avuah, Rami Ksev, but Azreini but Azreini David Amelch. without the Aleph, meaning we strengthened and we girded ourselves for battle. Ksev, but then the next, another pasuk David Amelch says is a Ham Azreini Chayel Amilchama, Ham Azreini, with a Aleph. Says the Gemara, first white line number twelve of the Negevish Baruch Rabbanu Hashalailam Vizira Tony. Zerisani, 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 Tani, excuse me, you winnowed me and you guarded me. What's winnowed? Winnowed is a type of separating, sifting, referring to the fact that the semen, that the sperm, that the Zara was sifted through, was very, very potent, similar to what we find here by Rabbi Shmuel, B'Adriham, Kimchis Says the Gemara, a few more stories. Again, let's remember, why did we get involved? Because we're discussing the handfuls of Gitaris. We're saying that he holds the Gitaris in his left, the shovel in the right. Why? Because the shovel's heavier. And the Gemara said, a even if the shovel's not heavier. What would be the case if the shovel's not heavier if the guitarist is heavier? How would the guitarist be heavier if he has tremendous hands? Big spoon. Who had big spoon? Big hands. Or Yishmael Why? Either his mother had good oatmeal or his father had good zera. And now we have some more stories. Says the Gemara in the second wide line. I'm by One time, on Yom Kippur. Fascinating. On Yom Kippur, in the middle of that Avaydah. He was the King Gadol of And he went outside to talk with an Arab. Says the Gemara. Now I said it's Yom Kippur. That's Rashi's Pshat. Rashi points out that it was Yom Kippur. There are others that learn, it's going out of the and talking to an Arab. So the others learn it was Arab Yom Kippur. Difficult to understand. Let's just read Pashup Shana the Gemara like Rashi. It was Yom Kippur. He was talking to an Arab. And what happened? And the Arab spit a little bit. And a little spittle got in his clothing. So what's the problem? The problem is spit of a guy is Tameh. Now the gadol became Tameh on Yom Kippur. What, which is a case we've discussed many times. How would a gadol become Tameh? This would be one unique way. And says the Gemara, what happened? Who was the Skan kohen gadol? His brother. Yishabim Gimchus, his brother. Yishavev was the scan. He went and he finished the avaida. And what nachas? His mother saw two different kohen gadolim of her own children working on one day. And we continue another story. One time you went out. To talk with a certain uh master, again, and Yom Kippur, Echad B'shog, V'nitzas he knows to be piva v'gadav, and a bit of spit on his clothing. Says the Gemara, V'nichnas, a different brother. A different brother also served on the same day. And now says the Gemara sounds like this family is quite incredible. They're all Qahan Tana Tanurahbanan is such a famous Gemara, says the Gemara made famous by the Zayre, made famous by the Mishtapura, quoting the Zayre Seven Hay hey, very uniquely. Tanurahbanan and Shiva Banim Ayula Kimchis. There were seven children that Kimchas had, seven sons. What did you do to merit such an incredible reward that you've seven Ghana Kitalum Amra? Lahem, she responded me Yamai, Loirau Kairas My walls of my house, the beams of my house never saw me uncovered here when she was a married woman, and as much as it's mother, when she's in the privacy of her own house, to have the beams in her house. To uh, see her uncovered hair, a special Maila and Sneeas, the incredible stringency and modesty is what's is what merited seven Gahanim Gidailim, Amru La, Harbe Asu kein Vilaya not everyone merited such a thing, but we do see an incredible Maila and Sneas and Modesty. Tysis here points out, okay, it's not for everyone, you can't go crazy. Number one, mr Bruh points out that it's a Maila, it's a wonderful khumra that one could definitely ascribe to. But of course, Tesis himself points out that obviously it doesn't mean that in the shower and things like that, that would be ridiculous. It means in the areas where theoretically you could have your uncovered covered to be machmir to have it covered. Taner says the Gemara, about 10 lines from the bottom, Sai says the Gemara when it comes to the Kaimates. Again, we now have two different actions. We have what we discussed in the Mishnah, the Khafina. Chafina is scooping up the Keteris. And then we have something Called Kamitsa. Kamitsa is by the carbon mincha, the flower. The Kamitsa is very similar. You're also going to be scooping up the flower, and we're going to see right now the nuances of these alachas. It says that you take the mincha, the flower, with his kaimets. There's no specific measurement, but rather it has to do with his hands. Again, just like we saw by the Katayrists. Whatever the size of his hands were, so too by the kaimets of the carbon mincha. Ibayalu says the Gemara, are you allowed to make a measure? The king God is allowed to measure his hands and make a measuring cup for the chafina, for the k'tayres. Says the Gemara. By the k'tayres, by the mincham, sorry, says sai his koymit. likes And so you would think that maybe you could make a measurement. Ella, but explains the Gemara. Uh, rather, rather, what does it say? It says that he should take his cup of hands of the Ketiris. says the Gemara, or maybe we should learn, excuse me, one more time, something is uh, not working right now, okay? says the Gemara, so maybe not. Or maybe we learned it out from the Kimets. So the question is, how is uh, comparable, is the khafina and the kaimetz. The hafina by the kitayres, like we were discussing in our Mishnah. The kitayres, like the excuse me, the kemitsa by the mincha like we're discussing. Are they the same? Says the Gemara Tashimah, I'll bring you a proof. That is its measurement. My love, writes It's Aisa. Aisa. It sounds like if you want to make a measurement, you're allowed to make a measurement. Seemingly, Arayah, that if you would want to make a measurement the size of the hands for the Ketiris, it would be allowed. Answers, the Gemara, La Yahachikam, Ravakachaya, Chayzer, Lifnim. That We learn from this passage that this is, he would go again inside the Ketiris, fill up his hands, and then from the spoon, and then put them on top of the burning coals. Says the Gemara, you know know we see from here, and this was the picture that we saw fleeting, we'll see in a moment, they have to do the you have to fill his hands again. Says the Gemara, no, maybe the Mishnah means if he wants to make a measurement he could, or maybe the Mishnah means that he should not take any more or less than the the, uh, amount of his hands, but we do not necessarily have a conclusive proof. But let's just see this proof roof, excuse me. Let's just see what the Gemara just said. The Gemara just said that in the Keshach Hashim, he's going to refill his hands. And as you see over here, basically now he took that calf, he took that spoon inside his, um, inside his mouth, he pours it into his hands, and then he pours it on top of the Ketiret. So says the Gemara, Tanu Rabbanon, Melai says the Gemara that he has to have a full Kaimetz. Again, the Kaimetz is by the Mincha, the Chafina is by the Ketiret. Yochel, I would think and we can see pictures of each and every one of these lines, Mi Voi rots. Excuse me, me bairats, I would have thought it should be overflowing. Again, referring to the Kamitsa of the Mincha. The Kamitsa, as we'll see, is three fingers and you mark off the ends, says the Gemara. I would think it should be overflowing. Tamilimar Bikum Sai, his worth. I would have think he could even do it with his fingertips. Again, we'll see pictures. like people do. "How do you do put three fingers. and you knock off the end of that which they hold says the Gemara, um, and you're not going to end with the Old. And let's say you have a flat pan Mincha, the type of Mincha, or the deep pan Mincha, and let's then you smooth out the kaimets with your thumb, like we just showed, and with the little finger. This is the difficult kaimets to take the three fingers and smooth it out with your pinky and your thumb in order to make sure you have precisely the kaimets, the flower inside your three fingers. Let's see a little bit further, and then we'll show the pictures that I said. This is it! Malika is when the kaimets grow is. His thumb, thumb, in order to check the bird, he would check the bird with his thumb, it's very difficult, <laughs> our Mishnah, the Chafinah <laughs> of the Keteros, which also you had to grab with your hands, it's also very difficult, <laughs> this is of the difficult Havaitas, in the Bisa mikdash. so let's go, here we see a few pictures, here we see, says the Gemara So you see he's taking the three fingers worth, and he's not going off the top and the bottom, here you see Mivurats, says the Gemara, the Gemara had a shayla that maybe it means it should be overflowing. And the Gemara said, no said so the Gemara, here we see. And this is actually going to be the next Gemara, but let's uh, once the picture is open in front of us, let's just look at it before we see Vaiter. says the Gemara, when you take that Kaimetz, there's a potentially different areas. There's the Gavai, you could have a bit sticking out of your hands. The bra, you could have a bit sticking inside. Then you could have Baini Ubaini sticking between your fingers. And the Gemara is going to want to know what's the story with each and every one of those stages. So says the Gemara, four lines on the top. ben Uziah, B'ina, what is that of that which is stuck between your fingers like we just saw in the picture what do you do with the extra kimas, extra flower that's stuck in your fingers? Amar Papa. Diga vai lighty by that which on the inside is not a shiloh defade kaymitsu, that's part of the kaymits. Debry light bai that which on the outside. That's leftovers. Ki to bailoch debane ubaini what's stuck between your fingers. My what's a loch, omarabich, he answered you should be na binim sufik nenu. It's a sufik. So of course everyone wonders, what's the territory? If it's a suffic, what do I I do so the answer is amfarshmir explained Particularly the Ritva is that this is uncalled an inherent suffic. Like we learned many times, the Gemara and Chab is bina shmasheis. We says it's inherently, it's quasi suffic. It's quasi day, quasi night. It's something that will forever be a suffic, forever be a doubt. So too says the Gemara that which is between your fingers is inherently a safik. So says the Gemara, okay, Gavaldik, but now the Gemara wants to know, hey, so what should you do with that suffic piece that's stuck between your fingers? You first take the koymits of the mincha and you bring that as a carbon. Then you bring those little pieces. Why? Because if you go and you first bring the pieces between your fingers, and we're not sure. So maybe it's called leftovers. And then what you're going to be doing is burning the leftovers between the act of Kamisa, which is the act of separating lakhtar and the burning. And that is not allowed. You're not allowed to do that. You have to do the kaymets and you have to burn it right away. You're not allowed to burn the excess in between. So says the Gemara, particularly this excess, the piece between your fingers, you burn after you burn the kaymets. Says the Gemara, If that's accurate, Ami says the Gemara, why don't we say the same thing over here? Why don't we say the same thing? That anything that is part of is which is part of something that goes on the Mizbeach, is part of the Isser, not to burn it. So how are you allowed to burn it? you Rev Says Review Yish- says Review Yish- says Review, Yish- Yish- the Radh Rafim Bazi, the Makdah Shum eats him. You're right. You can't burn it and have in mind that it is a kaimet. It's a mincha. You have in mind that it's just like burning wood. I mer la reach ni khayak yatamailah. That you don't bring up the leftovers of as a rehni chhaykh as a carbon, rather of a mail shum aitsim. You bring it up just as wood? Says the Gemara Fascinating Tarets. According to the Rabbanan, that doesn't allow you to burn this part that's between your fingers. You know what you have to do? You have to go and have a coin with fat fingers. Because if you have a regular kain, what's going to happen is get something stuck within his fingers. According to the Rabbanan, they hold the that, that you're supposed to eat. You're not allowed to burn. So this little piece is stuck within your fingers. You're not allowed to burn it. So you're not allowed to. So you have to go and get a coin with fat fingers, so that nothing gets stuck. Says We're going to say the same thing that you should get a coin with fat fingers in order to make sure nothing gets stuck. That is the kmitza. That is the separating of the flour for the carbon mincha. One we're going to stop over here because from here is going to begin a new discussion tomorrow. Amir tzah